0: Three, two, one. Welcome to Circuit and Gear, podcasts podcast about scenic automation and other cool tech.
1: I'm Cody. I'm Christian. I'm Harry. I'm Mike. And I'm Gareth.
2: Welcome to Not Machine.
1: So, we've been doing a lot of group uh, work recently, and we've been trying to make it better in Spike Mark. And so, one of the things that we've really never actually done is just measured, like with a stopwatch and stuff and measure and see how long it takes the various axes in a group to react when a fault is triggered. Right, because the groups,
3: like just for anyone who hasn't used them, like groups and spike marker are a way to say all of these motors are somehow connected to a physical object and if one of them stops moving abruptly unplanned. Yeah, they, they should sh- all stop. Right. So they're all kind of related. It doesn't prevent you from moving things to different positions or different speeds. Like You can totally do all that, but if there's a problem with any of them, it should react. So you hit a limit switch, you hit a fault on one motor, it should stop all of them so that the idea being that you don't like rip a truss apart or something along those lines.
1: Right. Which And that's the opposite of how the rest of Spike Mike works where if one stops, the rest will just keep going. Yeah. Um, and so we introduced that like
3: what, 18, 17? Yeah, it was for fifth hour. It was, yeah, 18. Yeah, Mamma Mia. That yeah. was the, where we had to have a, we had two motors running a single lift platform.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And they were not only, they were not mechanically linked at all. So.
1: Right. And so this was the uh, software solution we came up with that to be able to do those things.
3: In something like four weeks, right? Yeah, it was pretty quick. And with a lift.
1: Yes, In I mean, that wasn't the only thing that was happening at the yeah. time. But I
3: mean, that, that whole thing start to finish, lift yes. and the software development and, and, and was like four weeks. But yeah. We looked at that just recently for something of like, that was a crazy job. How how fast? was? Oh my God, that was very, very fast. It's very fast. Not even six weeks. Yeah. Not even six weeks. Yeah. Which explains why it wasn't completely finished. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So we introduced this feature, and we did some just like anecdote and anecdotally, yep, testing about uh, you know uh, how close are they when one faults, right? Because so the the overall architecture of the system is like so each stage hand is sending to spike mark a new specific message that says I'm okay or I faulted, and then spike mark gets that message, collects all of them. Um, for all the ones in the group, and then sends back out group is okay or group is not okay.
3: And also each stagehand is listening um, on a yeah. on a time, timer to say, if I don't get that broadcast message about the group is okay, then I'm going to stop because I'm going to assume something else has gone wrong. Right.
1: I fell off the network. Spike Mark fell off the network.
3: Who knows? Right. But we just have no idea what's happening, so we're all going to stop.
1: Right. And uh, so all that testing was just done like, oh, yeah, we got they're nice and close, you know. The faster you go, the farther off they are when, so if you have three of them running and it's running you know, 36 or so inches a second and you hit the forward limit on one of them, um, they end up off by like five to six inches, yeah. um, worst case. Um, and as you go slower, obviously it gets better, easier. Yeah. Um, but we've never actually done any.
3: Scientific, scientific testing. testing, like testing how, how much better is this way than that way. Right. Because like the first job was two motors. The second job was maybe three motors. And then like the fourth job was like 20 motors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Right>. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, I re- and I remember when we were doing that, we're like, well, I don't know. We've never tried that many in a group. Yeah. And we had a little butt puckering, Yeah.
3: And you like. Because it was like 20 motors lifting very, very heavy things.
1: Yeah. Yep. Chain motors, right? hmm Yeah. 22-ton mm-hmm. um. <laughs> chain <laughs> motors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't worry. Our best thing we're performing
3: machine. <laughs> What's that? Was it our best performing machine? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Chain noise. Yeah. And mm. luckily, there was only one of that thing in existence. So. Yeah. yeah. And it was don't, cheap don't. and easy to replace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But luckily, that thing was moving like it slow, the point it was crazy very slow. slow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like what quarter of an inch a second or something. Yeah, it was crazy. something like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um. So you could almost run down the line with a tape yeah. measure and just be like, stop. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in sync. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So we wanted to make groups better. Cause want to make them easier to be able to like add and change features like from a coding side in Spike Mark, so the behind the scenes stuff is, you know, like you said, we put it together in four weeks, and so some uh, corners, not necessarily cut, but it was definitely a spaghetti ball of mess kind of kind of code
3: expedient, right? I mean, because yeah. that, that, the other thing that maybe is interesting is at the same time we kind of had a. We had like a deathmatch style of like who could do groups faster, right? Because we had you were working on a software only solution, and -hmm. then on the control side we were working on an electrical solution as well. Where um, we got the guy in from Mitsubishi, and he was working with our people internally Mm -hmm. because Mitsubishi claims to have a hardware feature, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, that will do it, and at the end of, I don't remember what, it was like a week or something was yeah, yeah. we sprinted. four or five days or something in the shop with them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We sprinted, and you had a thing working, not mm-hmm. finished, but it was working, and they hadn't yet figured out how to go in reverse, and they also couldn't stop if the if the leader motor stopped. The, the follower <laughs> motor would just keep going, and neither of them could go the other direction. It was like, okay, well, that's enough. <laughs> we can- I think we have our answer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, as part of uh, product summit last year, was listing off the things in specmark I wanted to do accomplish, and, and making this better was one of them because we also have some other ideas for ways to improve groups and can't really do any of that work without doing this first step of cleaning it up and making it better. So that's what I've been working on, and um, the first step of that was to do some actual measurements. So what is the reaction time between the forward limit on one uh one of the is being hit and then the rest of them receiving the group not okay message from spike mark and um and then also measuring like and then how far off is the position between them at the end um and turns out that was <laughs> So the other part of this, too, is like Gareth and I will we often have the conversation about the, oh, yeah, and if we just improve the socket communication in this way or if we prioritize it that way, you know, like these very complex solutions to the problems, like, I'm, and that'll make it so much better. Right. Um, but then doing this testing... Turns out it was like the, yeah, that doesn't that, matter. That's not where the problem was. That was pretty fast. <laughs> uh, <Yeah.
2: laughs>
3: well, because we had a similar thing with Fast Status. Like yeah. when we first when I was first kicking around Fast status, I was like, we'll do this and we'll implement it all on UDP and it'll because it'll be faster and you're like we got and then it came down to crunch time. I was like, I don't know that I got time to freaking implement all that. that. I'm like, why yeah. don't I just try doing it over TCP because the socket's already there, it's already available. And if I just pack it all up in one thing, how much how, how much faster will it be? And you're like, oh, that's totally acceptable. That right. is, like, way <laughs> faster than what we had been doing. And we don't have to do this giant architectural shift. And we had that same conversation with groups. of, like, Yeah. And we were talking, like, peer-to-peer communication was floating. Yeah. Okay, I think I floated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to go down crazy networking ideas, like, boom, we do peer-to-peer. new we things. We'll be UDP, and they'll all get this list. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you did some testing, and you're like, yeah, it doesn't
1: it's, turns out the it's the really network fast. communication part that's not the very style. fast. That's, that's yeah, it style. turns out
3: yeah, like the yeah the backbone of the internet is actually really quite quick. <laughs> 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 that protocol that they've been developing for decades
1: now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it showed. So then also, so as I was doing that, and then I was also you know stepping through the code as I was adding in little bits to be able to do this timing. So the other way is so how was I getting the timing information? Because not exactly uh
3: like with a stopwatch right like yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 you know a series of three electrical of all, pulses, yeah like, <laughs> off my left nipple <laughs> press the middle stopwatch oh, whoa, yeah. different day buddy <laughs> different day yeah why does it keep going to this hitting the forward
1: limit <laughs> <laughs> so you know so I had to first come up with what uh, uh how to take those measurements and uh The answer was EtherCAT, as it turns out.
3: Yeah, we we finally figured out. Finally (laughs) figured out something to do with all that gear in the the pile. That's awesome. All those back-off masters we have lying around.
1: Yeah, and all the Mm -hmm. uh, various analog slices and digital slices and encoders and... Yeah, that was pretty Stacks cool, though, because you were able
3: to see really accurately what the propagation delay was from right. access to axis to axis, right. like tying that in through a back off. Yeah,
1: and had the benefit of, you know, the thing measuring the system wasn't also the system. So right. taking the measurements wasn't slowing down the... The rest of the process.
4: Right. Yeah.
0: It, it also had the benefit that it... Uh, I had a pile of Beckoff stuff in my closet here in New York, and you asked me for one slice, and I was like, "Oh, I'll bring you everything out of my closet." <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and now Several I can put my shoes away. Servos, like, <laughs> everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then finally, you know, all that money you uh, sunk into uh, Beckoff. A couple of years ago, it finally paid off. This is the stagehand Ethercat. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> we can say that. <laughs> we can pretend like that's true, <laughs> and it was all worth it. <clears throat> but that was very cool, and yeah. you were able to see. But so, so you set up all the, the testing. You were timing these things. It wasn't a network communication problem. So, what was the thing that made it so? Fucking bad. So <laughs> sorry. Was,
2: so was optimal. optimal. I'm sorry. There, right. right. there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spend, I need spend. a yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. A polisher.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it turns out in Spike Mark, there's a place where all the messages come come in, and then it triggers an event in Spike Mark, which then works its way back to itself to then send out another message that. Uh, that it should stop. And turns out the slow part is the code we wrote. And so (laughs) when we get in that message that says, it's not a group should stop, if we just then immediately send back out the message, group not okay. Oh boy, is that a so much faster.
3: And then there was a second layer to that too, right? Which was like on the listening end of it. Oh yeah. (laughs) And once you get that message, actually stop. Stop. Don't just wait for the next time through. Yeah, (laughs)
1: yes, (laughs) yeah.
3: So send the message promptly, and then take action promptly. Yeah. And if you do those two things, it. it what
1: what is the like? But the, what's the magnitude of that change? It's it, like a 10x improvement yeah. in performance. Yeah. So we went from like six inches down to two at 36 inches a second, which was only achievable going you know. 10 12 inches a second previously.
3: Right. And, and that's like at the max, right? Cuz you were also like clocking things at down. I mean, on some yeah, of those, it was like was half inch
1: better. Yeah. Yeah. The, really the moral of that story just boils down to when you know it's bad, stop. Right. <laughs> Don't wait. Don't wait.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Don't be like well, I know I you said I know you said I should stop, but let me check a few other things. <laughs> I'm gonna read the mail. i <laughs> take my time. Yeah. I mean, the check register hasn't been balanced in a while. So let's do that. <laughs> I have the sh- week's grocery shopping. And yeah, the message is still here. Great. Look we're, gonna- we're gonna shut it down.
2: Yeah. If you insist, <laughs> all right. I'll-, I'll
3: do it now. Yeah, yeah. We do a quick count of two to the 64,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which not a joke. It's actually there. Yeah. Because uh, we're not actually using a timer on the rabbit. It's just yeah, a tick count just and tick count. some iterations through a loop. So just stop when you get the, it's bad message. Yeah.
3: It is w- remarkably faster and remarkably faster for not, no giant architecture shifts, just going yeah. back and really refactoring that code and cleaning it
1: up. Yeah. Yeah, because like we were saying, it's like we were really starting to uh, go down the rabbit hole of uh, trying to improve the network communication part of it, not the R code part of it, just the the actual network transportation. Right. uh, Yes. Yeah, that's
3: true. I mean, some of that was still R code in there, too. But yes, you're right. Like abandoning TCP and going to UDP for those messages and then trying to like spawn off.
1: Right, and then and then passing it off, so they're doing peer to peer. So then they also yeah. have to know about the rest of the things in the yeah. group. And
3: yeah, because I was curious if we was if it wasn't the you know using SpikeMark as kind of the central controller, mm-hmm. how much that was impeding things. Because it it doesn't take long of dicking around in SpikeMark code to realize that like some of the slowest parts involve Windows. Like mm-hmm. if you're because we there are certain you know like at the like the timer levels and stuff yeah. you, that you get access to, you know, in normal Windows programming, API programming, yeah, you know, like thirty milliseconds level, is about the, the fastest you can go, and that's like laughably slow at the embedded space. So it's like, well, if we have all the embedded computers just talking to each other, right. they could go way faster than that because we're not dealing with this pesky operating system.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: but turns out it doesn't
1: matter. Right. We went from like you know, over a second worth of like timing between bad message sent, the last motor stops, to now it's down to that, you know, in that hundreds of milliseconds range, which is that 10X improvement.
3: Which would still be, I mean, you know, for anyone rolling their eyes out there in the audience, we understand that's it's still laughably slow when you compare it to yeah. like a five millisecond type, you know, cycle on a PLC or something.
2: Yeah, um,
3: right. So yes, that's it's still not remarkably quick, but it is for, much of what we're doing, it is sufficient yeah, and, and really quite fast. Like, you wouldn't want to, you know, don't, don't try to cut curves on a milling machine with spread right. <laughs> <laughs> so Each time you run it, it's right. a little different. It's a little more jazz.
1: <laughs> and that's on the old hardware. I'm now just getting into the, that's all the EV6 stuff. So now I'm getting into the... The what? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, let's wait. Let's
3: pause here for a second. Let's go ahead, Christian. Tell the audience, what does EV6
1: mean? I think that's a Kia. <laughs> is that the new Polestar? So EV6 is earlier than version 6. It's very clear. Right. And so in the English language, we
3: have a... We, you could just put... Pre, because eh. that is that is already before. So you're like three pre-6. letters. That's yeah. three letters. <laughs> the first time you said it, you were just rattling it off in conversation. And I'm like, EV6. I'm like, is this like from WALL-E? What the hell are you-?
1: <laughs> What's yeah. the on about <laughs> Because I need electric
0: vehicle sick. Yeah, right. That's what my brain goes to immediately. <laughs> is the fucking electric vehicle? You're like, right? It's very hot right now. It's very prominent, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll use that too.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> We're gonna need more batteries. And there's actually three words. It's earlier than version, but you just dropped the T.
1: So you – earlier than V6. EV6 rolls off the tongue better. Than ETV6. Still kind of shit, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm sure you were trying to make a different point, but that every time you say anything, yeah, it. Yeah, but me. it doesn't matter anymore.
3: That's – the that's, Yeah. Because that's just crazy talk. <laughs>
1: Good thing I put it everywhere I can. Holy fuck, do you ever?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to start fucking with the user, go with like. L V five is like later than V five, so like, <laughs>
1: but it's clearly more clear. L V five, obviously, it's a whole uh, less letter, so you know maybe it could catch on.
2: <laughs>
1: it is actually, it is actually a Kia. Might just pull that up. It is legitimately a Kia. <laughs> Perfect. Is it an electric
3: Kia? It is. It oh, you is. know why? Because uh, EV stands for electric vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Shit. A... Gareth, you're so right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who would have ever thought of that? <laughs>
3: you just don't hear it much these days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except on all the signs. It's mm-hmm. Some fringe technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never catch on. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know what you were trying to talk about before. Um, oh, and I was saying that all that improvement is on the... Oh, on all, the
3: pre-V6 On cards. the EV6 hardware. <laughs> and the pre-V6. Uh-huh. I'm
1: just now getting into testing the V6 hardware, which I... The I'm LV6. LV5, 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 yeah, LV5. The LV5 hardware. Now we sound like hardware. Scientologists. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's some bad thetans in that card. Yeah, exactly.
5: Get an
1: e-meter. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> but yeah and i expect the uh the improvement to be even better just because it's uh it's less uh, hamstrung yeah it, it should be even even better, better for sure yeah
3: and then uh i think it's worth mentioning to you a little bit of where we're going you mm-hmm. we want to talk about that yeah, Can I we talk so. about that yeah have yeah. talk about that right you yeah know, it's not on the list we should fucking talk about it because uh for us any...
1: this was all the base of being able to do these things
3: yeah, because we we recognize that groups could be better in a few ways, uh-huh. um, and it hasn't had a lot of love, you know, since its first introduction. But so we're going back and cleaning up kind of that foundation, like you're yeah. talking about. Um, and we don't had we didn't have a lot, great terms. We've learned some new terms from other folks uh-huh. in the in the interim for all these different types of groups. But one mm-hmm. of the things that I think I think we can all agree on um, is that the a lot of times, mm-hmm. many of our customers are trying to use groups as if it was just, like, one motor. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, because right now, if, you've, if you're if you out there and you've used groups, you know the, that it's a little clunky that, like, you – we preserved the idea that you could target any position with any motor in the group. Right. Um, and I did believe and I still believe that there, that there is a use for that, that where you – you just want these things to be fault grouped, but like they—if you want to do some rotation in space mm-hmm. or whatever—like you need yeah. them to be able to go to different uh, targets. Yep. But that is really not the normal use case. Yeah. The normal use case is I've got like tension yeah. and lifts lifting one thing, <laughs> and, but, and like yeah, I would yeah. just like them to look like one motor, and I'm t- going to tell it to go to one, one position. position. Right.
1: <laughs> Which is also right. kind of amusing too, because like—and that was the original use case for groups. It was two motors always because they were yeah. physically uh, yes yeah one platform always going to
3: yeah and there was a little bit of expediency but, mixed into this those early right. decisions too mm-hmm. um of just like yeah oh we can always lay that on it afterwards you're like yeah. yes yeah. but then you have to you know do it yeah um, right well, and it's only got
0: progressively like harder and harder right cuz you're like oh it's just yeah just enter it in for the second one that'll be fine or like you know and then yeah. it's yeah. like two and then it's like four <laughs> and then you're like 20 yeah, this, 20 cuz
1: yeah. <laughs> i think it was around that time where we were doing that big the, our first big group project, where it was like, the, hmm, we're going to need a different way to program this. I don't know. Copy to group Copy uh, to group button. Yeah. Oh.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Made its first appearance. At, yeah. The uh, best we so we're somebody's like, well, I, just, uh, I almost tore
3: my trust apart. And we're like, well, did you hit copy to group? <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> well, then that's obviously on you. <laughs> the button is in light blue at the bottom on the white background. I How don't could know you what
3: miss it? It's an 8.5. <laughs> did
1: you see it?
5: Fine, we'll punch it up to eight point five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Works
0: as designed. To closed. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's before it could even
3: clip itself off of the screen, like it can. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
3: I don't know. Uh, the total side tangent. But have you noticed the, uh, the disappearing properties side pane? If you, I would be yeah, close, really but. careful about double-clicking on the uh, divider bar after our uh, dark mode mm. rework. That just mm. – that shoots off into oblivion now. You'll never see that property oh. bar again. Oh, no. You can get it back. How do you get it back? Uh,
4: you, you, uh, you shrink the spike mark window down, and it comes back. Oh, that didn't oh, work the other I day. couldn't
3: shrink the spike mark. How do you fucking shrink the spike mark window now?
4: With the
3: um, – Like the, the arrow? Yeah. Oh, see, we were messing it was, with last night, and the arrow wouldn't ever show up on the boundary of the window. Mm-hmm.
4: No, to the oh. – uh, up at the top in the bar, to the left of the X, to close spike mark. Oh. The minimize and maximize
3: Oh, okay. Buttons. Gotcha. Not like – yeah, I was trying to just resize it, like, freeform, like like I was in the 80s. I was just trying to, like, move the – resize the window with my mouse. mm
4: yeah, no. So I did that the other day. <laughs> Jesus, that. No, that's a, that's a new feature I, request. I did that the other day on the shop floor as we were testing something, and I was like, and I just hid the properties panel, like you know. I was like, yeah, yeah, just get it out of this, the way. Just get this out of the way, and then we can get it right. Back.
3: Right. Fuck. Like, that's, a, <laughs> that's a. That's a. <laughs> that's gone now. You yeah. said you fucking didn't yeah, want no. it, so now you don't have it.
4: Yeah. And I believe I believe whoever I was with was like, oh yeah, yeah, that that happens. Did you log the bug? No, no.
2: <laughs> I figured yeah, you would catch it. Obviously, yeah. big...
1: that's why it made it out to the public. Obviously, <laughs> it's like oh Jesus Christ, that's
0: not good. When I was at when I was at ESPN this week, someone had dragged the queue grid all like all the way down, so it was you like whenever you're in the queue editor side, you couldn't see any of the queues, and <laughs> nothing I did besides restarting the computer got it back <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i can't get to cues like fuck i really like and they had a shitty touch screen it was like a whole thing and i was like oh this ah oh, this is fucked i hope i hope a restart will do it and it did eventually but
3: yeah like, oh yeah yeah any yeah, chestnut I mean, yeah that old chestnut yeah yeah i mean worst case you could yeah there it is all stored in the in the xml you yeah. could go in there and fucking yeah i mean that's not a end user <laughs> option. Right. I mean, it is an option. It's a pro. Not It's not a UX design decision. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's definitely just a bug. Um. Yeah. Anyway, simple groups, um, is what we want to do next. Like because th- that yeah. seems to be the most common use case. Yeah. And then.
1: And simple groups just being the it looks like it's one motor. You only ever type in a yes. set of numbers and they all just go and do that trajectory.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's that. Interesting terminology that I don't know if I agree with the terminology, but whatever, that's Mm -hmm. really pedantic. But the, um, but what I've heard some people call synchronized groups, which I feel like they're all a little bit synchronized, but they, Mm -hmm. um, where they don't have to go, all have to go to the same position, Mm -hmm. but they can, but you can record all of those different positions as a spike.
5: Oh, as a single
3: spike. As a single spike. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah, that is really cool. And I don't know why we'd need to even separate that into a different kind of group. I just feel like right, the, it's just the kind of free groups group that we spike. have right now. can yeah. just have that as a feature like assign this as a spike to the group, and that captures all of the position data yeah. for each thing in the group. And then right. groups could have spikes. Yeah,
1: which again yeah. is another long-standing uh, future request. Yeah,
0: yeah, because spikes right now is is not you, you can do it in one of them, but then you kind of copy the group, but they lose their you know. Mm-hmm. Spikiness.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. And right. It's, right. And it's still individual motor spikes. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. not uh, one spike that. Not like, a composite like, spike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That has all the positions. Yeah.
3: Just saves a lot of tedium, definitely, on the programming side. Right. hmm Which would be nice. I mean, that's what
1: totally the computers are for. kind of makes logical sense, too, where it's like the, yes, I have this one truss with 12 motors, and it's moving to its home position. Right. Whatever those different. Right. Right. Or the actual like the, positions yeah, are
3: the flipped up to audience look, whatever that is, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. spike it. That's what we want to go to, and we want to be able to come back to
0: it. Yeah. And that'll like clean up the queue structure. Like, you know, right now we have this, always the struggle with vertical space and cues. Yeah, I don't know. Like, as you get into yeah. the UI of like just scroll everything up, see more stuff on screen, yeah. use the status panel as the status panel on the left hand side for your axes so you know where things are going.
3: And then yeah, like, totally. Right, because it's like if you're really thinking of those 18 motors as just one motor, it should just look mm-hmm. like one motor until you right. need to dig into it for some reason. But otherwise, like mm-hmm. I don't need to see all 18 of them. I just want them to all go to the same position at the same speed.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Every time, without remembering the copy to group button.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what internally it'll just be a macro. Obviously, that clicks. It'll look, it'll ser- it'll scan
1: yep. the area
3: for mm-hmm. a light mm-hmm. blue text and then. Yep. Yep, simulate a mouse click. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, then we'll we'll do UDP messages. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Connect with some CAN, and it'll all Ooh, be good. Yeah. Ooh, now you're. Yeah. Now, you're now, now we're now we're talking. Yeah. I'm, yes. yeah. So it'll be CAN. So it'll be UDP to a CAN node, which then will running be on at, back off hardware that'll then go to a drive <laughs> that we send an absolute encoder <laughs> into that we then simulate Simulated a quadruple a a encoder coming and we out. solve that problem. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Oof. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. yeah.
1: Straightforward.
5: Oh. Yeah. Miss Modbus, but sure.
4: <laughs> we don't like
5: Modbus here, though. Just yeah,
3: one
4: see. of us doesn't.
3: <laughs> 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 uh,
4: I don't know, man. Now that it works so well,
1: it's pretty yeah. great. It is. I mean, it works so great that I just had to release a new version of SpikeMark to fix Modbus again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you'd stop breaking <laughs> it. <laughs> um, fix your implementation of Modbus. <laughs> So you get in the Modbus code and you like,
0: ah, whoever was in here, fuck this whole thing up.
1: <laughs> this fucking asshole again. It was, it was yeah. CV. <laughs> get blame. Ah, uh-huh, motherfucker. <laughs> I was really hoping it wasn't going to be me again. <laughs> please, not me. Please, not me. Please. Ah. <laughs> no whammies. No whammies. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't that it wasn't working. It was just a new combination we've never done before. Apprentice V2 on. Uh, LV-5 hardware with a D-700. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame that I thought
3: the LV would push you to see how ridiculous this (laughs) is, but instead you've just adopted it immediately.
2: (laughs) I
0: like that because LV we do actually use for like low voltage
3: wiring. That is also still totally in our vernacular.
2: Uh,
3: Why is this all 20 gauge? Well, because <laughs> Christian said it was LV-5. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use the LV-5 wiring.
2: <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly.
3: Ah, <Shame. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We'll keep working on it. We'll get him. We'll get him.
1: <laughs> but another, but speaking of the uh, roadmap for groups, uh, mm-hmm. so another long-standing original implementation was doesn't matter the direction you're traveling doesn't matter the limit you hit it's just gonna stop right you could be moving forward right. you hit a reverse just everything stops right which initially was like oh yeah that's a great idea something went wrong go investigate in practice though it's that's pretty terrible pretty hateful. yeah yeah <laughs> right. it's right. a little Those difficult tripping all yeah. the
4: time <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like why
4: the, why isn't this group of chain motors i can't come in anymore what happened well, you probably hit a
3: forward limit. Like, right, but I'm trying to go down. Like, yep, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh. So you just need to ungroup them yeah. or go. You know, it's do your an individual job. Yeah. Your favorite piece of tape. Yeah. Override, uh... Do a limit override. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And that's that kicks our ass with some regularity. Yeah. <laughs> just last week. <laughs> just last week. Just last week with some interlocks. Right. Mm, yep yeah because yeah, what, what was happening there Mike
4: uh uh so we have some gear out with um uh Atlanta rigging systems and it's a gantry with a couple LED walls and uh and they track upstage downstage open and close and we put some um, we put like an optical sensor between them to yeah. so yeah. That, so we can't yeah. like crush somebody right we were talking about that the last time. time yeah they're my yeah. <clears> of <throat> yeah wall um and then we also have bumper switches like bumper strip on the on the back of the panels so that when they're tracking upstage, we can't, it'll Mm -hmm. stop if somebody's in the way or something, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Interestingly, the uh, optical sensor, when it gets tripped, you can't drive the panels in reverse to get them
1: off of, off of whatever person. Yeah. It's like just just
4: whatever, whatever is there. Uh, And the same goes with the bumper strip. So Mm -hmm. like if you crush, you know, like a, I Don't know a drum kit up against the wall, mm-hmm. you can't actually get away from it
3: right at the moment. Right. Um, and the opening, closing ones with the opticals was pretty easy because was like, well, those just shouldn't be in a group. Yeah, just don't yeah. group those. Just, I mean, there's no point, but the yeah. upstage, downstage, it's it is it's two winches on two separate I beams, and you really need them grouped because you want them to stop, stop, yeah, before they rip <laughs> the gantry apart, yeah, um, right. And yeah, you're really kind of well, you're I was going to say you're up a creek. You're not up a creek. You're in the same creek that we, we've been in for years, which right. is like, yeah, you got to either, in, if you've got the space, you can individually jog one off until it clears that fault, or you've got to limit override or a sensor override in this case on yeah. both of those. You know what, though? It's thematic, like, because it's not unlike the properties panel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you said stop. Right. You said stop.
4: I'm not moving. <laughs> it's like my daughter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So so I think that'll uh, – the time has come. I Like I don't think that any of us have sat around here for – since in the intervening years and been like, no, this is how it should work. We're always like, oh, we got to fucking come back to that. Yeah. that's That's an yeah. obnoxious –
1: and always part of the hesitation was just like that yeah but to try to do that it's going to be for forever because because groups are mess. Uh, yeah a mass. little bit
3: of a mess it's a little bit of a hairball in there yeah. and so it's yeah if anyone's done any software development work it's like that refactoring is um it's a great exercise where it's like you you're just restructuring the code that but not changing the um functionality the behavior yeah, yeah. um but it is often the thing that gets pushed down the list because you're like, we're going to do six to ten weeks worth of development work, and it will be exactly, be the, same. exactly the same. And that is the mm-hmm. point. It yeah. will be <laughs> precisely the same, but it will be easier to work on in the future. Yeah. And uh, But once that kind of pressure builds up of all of these things we can't do because this thing is is unworkable at the moment, and you get to the point where you're like, all right, it, we, yeah, we just got to spend the time. Which is actually a lot, large part of the spike mark. Product Summit pitch, right, was like, we're just going to work on making it. I mean, we did the UI refresh. That was a big deal. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, otherwise, we'd still be able to get to the properties pane. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) If you can't change the properties, it's safe. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, you can't get there? Too bad.
3: (laughs) Just go ahead and change some parameters. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, you know. All 1,300 of them can't be that important. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No.
3: I don't think it really much matters. Just change a few, whatever your favorite numbers are. Go a
2: high number, like 800. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be good, like, to, to fix that. And it's, yep, that pain with ARS popping back up in recent, in just the last few days. Like, ah, yeah. oh, it's going to be better soon. Like, yeah. you've got to limp along with us for a little bit just to... Get out your tape. Hit the sensor override. But Yeah. Soon, soon, soon. But the
1: improvement is coming.
3: It is coming, and it'll be better all the way around. Yeah.
1: Yeah, besides all this uh group work, the other super exciting thing that's been happening in the shop is uh the spot line mini. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I just pointed at Harry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're pointing at me, but Cody just designed couldn't it, and, it. I know. I couldn't point at Cody. He oh. can't see me. Okay. I can <laughs> point at Cody. <laughs> Guess which he, finger he's using?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: he was giving me a thumb up. <laughs> I totally oh, was. Good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
0: have only seen uh, the Spotlight Mini uh, in the, like, we ran up against the move window and it got packed up and sent to the new shop, uh,
3: almost ready to test. And y- y'all have been testing it the past week, yeah? We have been. And in fact, it got busted back out and dusted off and, uh, and everyone's like, yeah, I think that thing's ready to rock, ready to go. And uh, it wasn't exactly that. It was. No, it's not quite there. Yeah, <laughs> there were <was>, missing <laughs> a few pieces. <laughs> missing a few pieces. A few things shorting out inside the J box. You know, like.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, Thank God for fuses. Yeah. 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 We should all say that yeah, was a good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was a good ad. That was that, a good
3: ad. Yeah. Yeah, we've blown quite a few, and uh, yeah, we protected. We saved yet another encoder. <laughs>
4: Uh, another encoder, another card, <laughs> another
3: VFD. Well,
4: whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. E V fuses was the dark days. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, no. Definitely.
3: And that's even more
2: confusing. There are EV fuses. But
3: once we gotta go it. So we we did we did polish it up. We got it, yeah. got it running, and it's actually uh, yeah, it looks great. I mean, there, we have a little bit of work to still to do on the parameter set because the um, the downward motion um, we've got a little bit of like brake shenanigans where it's it's not mm-hmm. quite there's something a little goofy there because there's a, a distinctive like chunk on the especially um, especially noticeable at low speed um, and at full load. And a full yeah. low-speed full load yeah. on a down move looks a little rough when it gets started. Like there's a punk. and it seems like it. Bo, I think had written up that's like it drops an inch. Like, looking at it, it does not drop an inch, um, but but like you, one could see why you'd have that impression. It drops about a quarter. It does drop about a quarter of an inch though mm-hmm. when it moves, um, and it's enough to be like, no, oh, that's it's noticeable. That's should, that's should unpleasant that looking. <laughs> um, so it, we got to tune up the drive still. So. But that's on the control side which we gotta still chip away at and but the mechanically the thing looks pretty great i mean we got a little bit of like clearancing issues to work on um like just shifting some things around but otherwise it's I, yeah in terms it's of solid
5: a scaled down version of the v, of the Spotline v2 it's it's pretty awesome pretty and it sort of just went together in the same way same fashion as the new Spotline v2 and slightly thinner tubes those thinner plates seem to just like go together
2: yeah
0: I can't remember
1: if we how much we've talked about the Spotline Mini on on the podcast, but yeah, I don't know that we have. Right? I feel like this is the first time. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so maybe we want to say what it actually <laughs> is. Take it away, man. So, yeah, Cody. Yeah, yeah. what, what the hell is this thing?
0: <laughs> yeah. So we had the idea for Spotline Mini uh, V2 because um, if I guess if you look at our website currently, yeah, we used to have servo driven. Uh, I forget. How what were the diameter on those drums? Were those six inch drums? Two of them, five inch. There was I five. think they were.
3: Fi- I thought they were five. I've five. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. they were fives, that I had on there. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
0: two five inch drums, so you could have like multi, you know, two lines pay off of it. Um, but onboard controls, it had uh, it was servo
3: driven. Um, yeah. it, it had like a one kilowatt servo. Trailer. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Lexan 32.
0: Yeah, and that went like twenty
2: inches a second. Mm, it was
3: like eighteen to twenty. I don't 18, I was, somewhere in that range. Somewhere in that range. Anyways, the, on that new one, <laughs> the new one, the news.
0: uh mini and is, 180
3: pounds. I think of load. If you maybe you are into that, but 180 oh, pounds of load capacity. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, and so the new one w- is now an induction motor, two horsepower, SEW motor, um, with. We went we kept the same ten inch drum um sizing as the spotline um v two that we really like, and so that let us get like just gang just a ton more uh capacity and like a shorter length um, yeah, so I think it's a ten inch drum uh long I, it's been a little while since I looked at it, but it's a little more than half the size of the spotline v two um drum length uh groove for eighth inch. Um but we still have cross groove on it. We still have uh, load cell. a load cell on it. Um which that was a big win with the spotline mini V1 was that it had the cross groove and like the safety yeah, PLC it did, yeah. in it at the which at the time we had none of that functionality like in the um stage hand, like our regular yeah, so right. off the shelf. Everything was just an
1: ultimate limit. Right. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, and so the new one will go 36 inches a second and... And like
3: 370 or something like that on... I think it's 315. 315,
5: I was like, yeah. You can half that, double the speed, just like the V2. Right, yeah, because we'll have the
0: induction (laughs) motor, you can trade uh, capacity for speed. So if you really just got to like let
3: something rip. Um, Yeah,
0: Yeah. so it's, it's like a shrunk down version of the Spotline V2. Um,
3: it is much more of an actual spotlight mini i mean that was a thing that was mm-hmm. always a little awkward about the spotlight the original spotlight mini is it looked nothing like a spotlight and it was mm-hmm.
1: not really, not really
3: smaller than a spotlight i mean it was in some <laughs> dimensions but it was it was massive right. mm-hmm. um yeah and then the new one is pretty great because it's it really is just like a shrunk spotlight mm-hmm. like you just said and i i mean I, it, time will tell but i think that thing is going to be a total exactly. winner yeah. i think it, yeah. people are gonna love that thing because yeah it, it's so I, those specs are really good 300 pounds three feet per second like that's great mm-hmm. a lot of scenic stuff that you're doing could totally do that and certainly as a and as a flight hoist that's right in there
2: mm-hmm.
3: especially if you double you know double the speed to have the capacity that's right. hot
5: you can scream things yeah. out of there. And then, and then also, like, still
3: running on the Stage and Pro. Oh, yeah.
5: Oh, the yeah. capacity. A, yeah. controller. So the two-horse running on the five-horse drive is kind of like, kinda like the, the bottom capacity we got. So so having that, you just same controller and not having the onboard control is kind of a win there. And,
3: right. And, and so it, if you have Stage and Pro controllers already, you can just u- reuse them. And if you don't have them, and if, as you start getting them, it's the same, like you said, same controller for each one. And then a thing that's good to point out, because every time we mention it, somebody knew n- – Somebody old realizes this for the first time, that like, Mm. if you take a a stagehand pro controller and you run it on single phase 220, it, it runs just fine. It's just at half the capacity. So a five horsepower stage hand pro run it on 220 single phase if you don't have three phase voila voila (laughs) and then you can run it on a a spotlight mini on it because the other the other was the another thing about the spotlight mini v1 was it was a single phase machine yeah um which was handy for some folks where it's just harder you know if you don't have three phase distributed around the building but you might have single phase 220 for like wiggle lights and stuff Mm -hmm. um this plugs into that yeah
5: yeah and now you can do it either way and I think, and then like this is like kind of going down the list, but I think a switch you'd made from Cody from the, the Spotline V2 to the Mini, which I, I think we were talking about maybe chasing back through the V2 eventually, that I, it seems really cool. You know, obviously, spacing aside, is like swapping the limit, the rotary limits for the J box location. So, mm-hmm. we, whereas the cables on the Spotline V2 poke off the side. And then the limits were on top, vice versa now with the cables kind of shooting up in the smokestack of the motor, which I think just in terms of like fitting it into a tighter space and chasing the the bend of the cables out is like a big win.
3: Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, because that was like the big thing about the trying to go between the V2 and the new Spotlight Mini was like, well, like let's chase a Mini as best as we can, like, you know. Everything we can start to suck some length out of. Mm-hmm. It sounds like from the first one we probably got out a little bit back, but you know, better to start just <laughs> yeah. shrinking it down as far as we can. Uh, yeah, so we moved the J box on top of there, uh, on top of the brake and the um, limit switch onto the side, and yeah, I think I think the overall length right now is like 27 inches. So it's, it's probably 27 go to like inches. Like 20. <laughs> it is only Why do you an know inch that longer yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's only an inch <laughs>
3: longer than the original spotlight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> but wait way more way but more but it more is
1: capacity and it's smaller than the other two right. dimensions oh now. it's way oh, smaller than, the, yeah, oh, yeah it was just yeah, funny like, yeah, yeah yeah. looking at it yesterday yeah
3: yeah, yeah. 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 it's smaller than the smaller V2 but it, mm. Christian made the point he's like it's smaller than the V1 I was like well actually that's a good point <laughs> the V1 had only what 60 feet of lift on it and yeah. this is way more lift yeah and it has load cells and it has cross screw. and yeah yeah Many more features. Yeah.
0: I did I laid out I think it posted up. Like I put the old the old spotline mini, the spotline v2 and the new spotline mini like all in a single fusion file just to be like mm. are, can we can we with a good straight like a straight face say like is it mini or is it, and you're like <laughs> right. oh yeah like
3: it's no, it's it totally dramatically is. smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's dramatically smaller, and I just think that I mean I don't know. It, again, time will tell, but it, it, it to me looks like a workhorse machine. Like this seems yeah. like honestly, much of what you're doing, you probably could do with a Spotline Mini, and it's dramatically less expensive, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. Also, yeah, yeah, right. It's like you save I don't know something like eight grand or something off the price, which yeah. is it's not a lot. nothing. Yeah,
1: it's a yeah. almost a stagehand.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. coming soon. Yeah, so the idea, like, so we we're testing it now, and then we give notes back to Cody. Cody's going to take another pass through on the design phase, and then and then we do the production version.
1: Yeah, because that was also slightly different this time too. Was where instead of like trying to design it to completion, right, in two months, it's like let's try to break it up into some sprints.
3: Because we learn so much when we have it built Maybe. in the physical space. Yeah. And just owning the fact that, like, yep, we're gonna build some stuff that we're not gonna use, but let's just build it and test it. We'll get to the end faster. Yeah, it does seem like
0: you're gonna spend the money either way, like pining over small little details in CAD, and then ultimately you'll. And then find still out. have to you're change like, it anyway. <laughs> and then you're like, oh cool, <laughs> that little detail is trash now because we changed what it bolted <laughs> yeah. to. And you're like, fuck,
3: okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's been working well, and I also just think that the spot line. I mean, I think it speaks well of the spotline v1 design that it's like it's a solid platform like coming
2: mm, mm-hmm.
3: i because mm. we don't know but i would bet you that we could make a spotline maxi mm-hmm. and well, go the other way yeah. with the that same basic design and get a 10 or 15 horsepower spot yeah
0: that and yeah i mean i think like whether it's multi drums bigger drum, yeah i don't know i think it's it's a nice little solid
3: it's a good chunk we've developed, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All those connection de- details are nice. The frame's great. It's yeah, and then like even the things that we got to expand right now for clearance and stuff, it doesn't seem like it's much more than like make slightly different tubes mm. with slightly yeah. different mm-hmm. hole spacings, and then to space those cheek plates out a bit. You know, at least you know from the from the cheap seats, that's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, it looked like the JB the JBs is a little bit squeezed. I this is into the weeds, but the, there was a note about like the circuit, board, the, the PCB not fitting on the lid, but the lid, the CAD file between the two are the same between the spot line. <laughs> that might be a main fraction. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 that's, that's what I was, I was looking at. I was like, how,
5: how did this get... <laughs>
4: Somebody <zero>? move my... <laughs>
5: stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The other thing that I think... It, I, that might line up kind of nice is uh, I also ordered up a, a new stromag limit switch to um, the smaller body ones. Oh, right. Uh, that's like kind of like, cause right now we, on the Spallon V2, we have the um, like the Fox body. Ravasi the Ravasi.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Limit switch. Um, and then, on the new Spotline, we were intending on both the V2, the Spotline V2 and mm-hmm. the Spotline... I'm going to fuck this up. The Spotline Mini to use the <laughs> new, the Stromag, the same Stromag uh, light cam limit switches. Uh, and then I was yeah. trolling through the Stromag website and saw that they actually make a Stromag light cam compact, which is mm. essentially like the Fox body Ravasi. Um,
1: but still with the nice...
0: With uh, the the setting nice setting on yeah. A yeah,
1: yeah, and comes in black, and it comes Ooh. in black,
0: and it's smaller, and it's cheaper. Uh, these so. are all good adjectives, <laughs>
1: <laughs> these are <laughs> all the right. <laughs> <adjectives. They> have, <laughs> I'm waiting for the downside. <laughs> what what <laughs> downside is it's that full
4: 52 weeks, yeah, <laughs>
1: mm, no, uh,
0: like <laughs> six to eight? Oh, uh, they're a long, they're so long lead, yeah. I mean, not longer than like you know. It breaks. if it breaks. we set them up yeah. and breaks and yeah exactly yeah. Um, we're getting better at purchasing in general like our purchasing process is getting better so yeah right they do have a limited uh, minimum buy count of two but like we've also already been talking yeah. about but we're like, like buying in minimums 10, of 10, 10, to, 10 20. to 20 yeah. yeah right so like total deal killers of us looking at them say even four years ago three years ago you're mm-hmm. like right oh actually because we've you know beefed up I'm our doing it differently yeah both purchasing and the design department of like making things share Use more the parts. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden you're like, oh no, yeah, I think actually we could make that work. Cool. And then it ends up saving us money and we get a thing we like more. It's like right. Um so yeah, so that'll be pretty all wins. Cool. Win, win 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 win. All win 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 yeah. win win win. win, win.
3: <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Well Yeah, I don't know when you're next up, but you'll have to fucking come check it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think well that can be a Offline conversation. Yeah, soon probably.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to commit to the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Tell the listeners when
2: you'll be in Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can catch you on the SLA yeah. That's true. Are you the Cody Green?
0: <laughs> circuit and <in> gear fame. <laughs> <laughs> tens and tens of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens of <laughs> listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah. But besides just minimizing the Spotline, you've also been doing some like Floor Pocket V2 stuff in Fusion.
3: Which I feel like is not minimizing. No. no. That's, that's true. <laughs>
1: but yeah. interestingly though, right, still using the, the same five-horse motor and brake as the Spotline yeah, V2.
0: that is true. It's not on the list, but yes, I have been working on the Floor, the floor Pocket V2 design, um, which uses the same like Spotline five-horse motor, junction box, like as bearing stacks, like as many of the things as we possibly can to do the floor pocket. Um,
3: but part of that, part of the problem with the floor pocket, right, or problem is part of the challenge, I guess, with the floor pocket yeah. is that they um, – So what height is it? What height is it? Because the mm-hmm. idea is it goes it usually goes in a trap room, and everybody's trap room is a different height. So we're always making different – size columns for the floor pocket, because the mm-hmm. floor pocket's a single column lift with a platform on it. Um, and uh, so the original implementation was using mod truss, um, and so we were always limited to, like, one-foot increments mm-hmm. and then crazy seams and stuff. But now we're talking about building the column internally out of tube, but we still have the issue of, like, just cranking out the all of the drawings and crap Because what we want is the customer to have the flexibility to order the the size that they want it to be, Um, and it sounded like there are some interesting updates to Fusion that uh, help with that design to show you know to to do different configurations for different size columns. Is that accurate? That is
0: totally accurate. Yeah. So Fusion three hundred and sixty released a new feature called configurations, um, which is exactly that like you can um take one of your assemblies and you like open up a configuration menu and you either select like parameters um like individual parameters to track through um so like for instance as long as i've referenced whatever column height as a parameter throughout anything that's determining like the extrusion on the tube or the mm-hmm. spacing on where the bearings go or how long the heavy rail bearings are, you know, all of those things, as long as they reference that same parameter, like I can create a parameter set that's like, this is the 10 foot lift. This is the 10 foot six lift. This is the 12 foot lift, you know, any of those Mm -hmm. things. And it, you know, as long as you've got all the things all set up, it just, you know, automatically reruns Mm -hmm. through the um, generation of the CAD file and it dumps whatever that new value is in. And the whole thing just kind of goes like, boom, and just gets taller and shorter. Um, that's yeah, cool. That's great.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think Gareth, you and I were talking about a little bit of, like, you know, back in like when we use Solid SolidWorks Works or yeah. like I've used inventor in the past. Inventor, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You could kind of just save off one of those, you know, parts in your f- file folder and like redirect it or, you know, there's lots of like automatic ways to like, you know, dump in different sets of like assemblies and things. Um, with a little bit more file management but fusion since it's all cloud-based everything's just sitting in one file you Mm. kind of haven't been able to do that and you would end up with like in the floor pocket folder right now in fusion there's just like two or three folders full of different slightly different varianted (laughs) (laughs) extensions and like with different mod trust things and then like over like we started with Uh, an aluminum channel bracket and then we went to a bent steel bracket and then we went to like so there's just like just a litter of um you know all these different configurations and then when someone would order one we'd be like okay they want a 13 foot which means we've got a four foot no it's a six foot base because we used to have it seven but and you're like holy fuck like is just just from like a generating the drawings to get to the floor was awful right um and now, with the configurations, you can have that all exist in the same model space, you know, the same file, and it will track through the drawings as well, which is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah.
5: Uh, so you're just updating, it's, like,
1: a number, and everything else is just done. Or right. Yeah. Like,
5: you can, in drawing space, can't you, you can just, like, which configuration do I want
0: from a drop-down, well, right? this is where I'm... I'll be a little bit grumpy with Fusion, is that it <laughs> is, once you, like, I think it really wants you to make it once, so like we'll make the first round of uh, the fucking thing, and then it does fall down there. It <laughs> you do have to say like pick your configuration, and it, it's destructive. Like it, you can't have multiple configurations in a single drawing file. Uh, oh, uh, oh, gotcha. I see. So but could like, you
5: switch it in the drawing and then just like resave save a copy? as.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. but. And it'll still update and everything. It's still all linked and it'll remember what configuration it is and stuff like that. No, so see. like it's definitely yeah. still better, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. But not let me open up the cool drawings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it also will do. It'll do renderings. Will exist in the same way. Like any configuration is still in the same rendering space. Oh. So like, if you want a twelve or a ten foot or you know or whatever, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can also um, set like visibility or suppression of specific features as a configuration too. So like, um, like today I was working on the spotlight V2. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, a customer that wants a bunch of different, um, like drum groovings. drums. Yeah. So we're making a three and an eighth inch, um, line. And you know, the eighth inch line wants more holes in the drum than say the, Mm three sixteenths we only need a center drum like hole so like Mm -hmm. i can suppress the extra holes out of it um so that like the other ones can still just kind of exist and then you can you know have extra holes added into the drum for the um the eighth inch line that's kind of cool
1: yeah so right now it seems like it makes everything just simpler or faster to do
3: yeah totally like and I was able to and like. It, like consolidates the drawings, right? So you have like one model for this right. rather than having to have. Yeah, oh, yeah. All yeah. these very. Horcruxes models. split <laughs> across the.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Because they don't update this, when you make the one.
2: Right. Change like, or whatever.
5: Yeah. Because they, they started, like derived parts kind of started with that where it's like, oh, we have a shared component. It could be in multiple models. But really, the dream is all one model.
0: And, right. Because derived don't do what you really want them to do either cuz they like no. don't keep like thread feature details for drawing generation
3: they don't keep oh, right. any of yeah. the metadata from the model <laughs> at, at all yeah. well but if you like the color piss yellow at <laughs> the drive components, you really do suit because I see a lot of that in yeah. the, in the, in <laughs> along the bottom. Yeah. Broken, 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 My model
5: has scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> Feeded oranges. Quick. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: And like I even did the um, – they also, for this the Spotline, um, want multiple – cross groove rollers and stuff. So I was able to make a configuration with like all of those additional parts, like in the configuration and then just save it off as like three sixteenths three roller. And then, you know, since you can do suppress as opposed to, um, like, uh, just turn on off. Then like even the bombs will still work because suppression out of bombs. So like that all works, which is pretty fucking cool. Like,
5: um, (laughs) It is pretty nice for the assembly drawings, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that get the, the getting the bomb to be what you want it to be on there is can be a real pain. In it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be interesting to see. Like, it also will do the same for CAM. Like, it you can save complete CAM workflows as like they save to the direct, like that or the, not direct, to that configuration. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was right now we're like deriving out and then Breezy is doing all of his cam in standalone files elsewhere. But mm-hmm. he's also like commonly, he like, he like since it doesn't keep any of the whole metadata, like he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you pick this stupid fucking size? You're like, well, because I did it in the model space and it has a thread feature. And when I dimension it, it keeps that thread like meta de- metadata mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. it's all done. But since we're like, deriving out he gets none of that and now we have to like derive out multiple if we want to do multiple configurations different
1: options yeah
0: so it'd be interesting to see if we end up going back towards like you know if this is the moment where fusion has gotten good enough to like keep them all as one file
2: Mm -hmm.
0: potentially Um, I'm a little dubious of that just because of like then every save file every you know every time he wants to change a cam thing it's then changing the base. Go yeah. send a four pocket model to a
5: customer and you're like, why are there all these vices in there? Oh, don't worry about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So that, yeah. That, so that's actually, uh, Fusion 360. That's pretty been, like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, like, because that,
3: like, you and I talked about previously, like, that those are, that is one of those sorts of things that was available in SolidWorks and in Inventor for, in years past, that is a, a little bit of a missed feature. And it's great to see that coming over. And it sounds like it's a, a decent implementation for sure. So, yeah. Because, yeah, there are those times. I mean, like, it's, you know, we don't do it that much, but you could also have different. Back in the early days, we would sometimes change the push deck just to fit different size drums and shit in there. Mm-hmm. And like, just being able to have configurations for different lengths of drum and stuff. Was... Oh, yeah. Was easy. Totally.
0: Oh, I did it. I did it too on the. Um the stagehand apprentice as well. Like did L1530 and L2130. Like you can do all oh, the nice, swap outs yeah. in there too. Oh,
1: different drives for the E800. Drive seven hundred. Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then with cool. the bomb staying right for those overview drawings. Mm-hmm. It is kind of cool. Yeah. You do it. L- five,
5: 5 <laughs> <laughs> EV fuses. EV7. EV charging stations.
2: Solar panels. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's it for us. We'll catch you next time on Circuiting Gear. See ya. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Nailed it. All right.